0: Hi, this is Greg Anthony, better known as Cole Anthony's dad, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast with my guys, Mikey, Paul, and Garan. In order for the magic to work, you have to truly believe in the magic. What's up, Magic fans? Welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts, Orlando Magic UK's weekly podcast. Uh, Today is Saturday, the 31st of December. Uh, We've all been... Step in our faces, is Christmas, uh, and I'm joined by everyone, which I'm very happy about. Um, Paul, how was your Christmas, mate?
1: Too much food, too much drink, but absolutely fantastic. We had a cracking time, mate. What about yourself?
0: Excellent, yeah, very good. Kids all enjoyed themselves, which is the main thing. Had a few drinks, and um, yeah, it's just nice to have time off work. So, uh, Mikey, how was uh,
2: things at your household? Very good, happy new year, boys. Um, yeah, very good. We had. Lily had like eight Barbies, and she just got spoiled, which is what Christmas is about, really. Um, all the weight that I lost on holiday, I've now put back on. <laughs> so, yeah, it
0: mate,
2: was a good I'm Christmas. the same.
1: I'm the same. <laughs> plus, plus a couple of three
0: pounds besides. Yeah, that's what, that's what it's about. Good stuff. And uh, Gary, you keeping your, your your lean self fit?
3: Yeah, not too bad actually, mate. Uh, just low key for me, as always. I like to be the understated person. Yeah. Oh, good stuff.
0: Good stuff. So we've got a bit to get through this week. Obviously, Magic played a couple of games uh, against the San Antonio Spurs, the uh, LA Lakers and the Detroit Pistons. Um, and then last night, obviously, against the Washington Wizards. Um, there's one game in particular I think we'll be talking that length about. Um, Spurs. If, the Spurs. The Spurs. The Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be fair. It won't be that Wizards game. God dear. Uh, no, I know, I know. Uh, before we do that, let's just get the affiliate plug out of the way. So um, as you can see, we're all sporting the new uh, City and Statement jerseys. Paul and I have the City jerseys and Gary and Mikey with their Statement jerseys. Uh, they're all available on NBA EU uh, and they are currently shipping. I think Mikey got his through the post this morning and um, Players available include Paolo Banquero, Franz Wagner, Jalen Suggs, Jonathan Isaac, Cole Anthony and the King himself, Markel Fultz. Uh, Affiliate code MAGICUK10 will get you 10% off your total order. Some exclusions on other items may apply. Um, And then if you could just help us by supporting the podcast, simply by subscribing to our YouTube channel Orlando Magic UK. Uh, If you subscribe through any other platform, if if you could be so kind as to just uh, just click, you know, subscribe on YouTube, that would help us greatly. So then, the week that was, um, as I mentioned, we've seen four games since we last recorded, uh, with us beating the San Antonio Spurs and then following up Christmas after Christmas with we two well, two lacklustre efforts really against the LA Lakers and Detroit Pistons. And then the shorthanded loss against the Wizards um by a score of hundred and nineteen to hundred last night. So, um let's kick it off. Was it a case of too much Christmas pudding, Paul? Or is there more to those defeats?
1: Wait, I i said in the group that when you wrote this agenda, I felt like I was getting the uh <laughs> the question that's kind of <laughs> yeah, who cares? Let's get to the main event. But you know
0: <laughs> Oh no, we've you got to touch Honestly, upon it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've got
1: to. Look, let's be honest. Um, we've been playing defence very, very poorly in the first half of recent games. We're giving up way too many points. There's been 60-point games uh, on three occasions, I think. And even last night, um, it was it was in the high 50s. can't remember the exact figure. You throw in that some of our offence hasn't been good. We've been allowing opponents to hit us on the fast break and there's been sections of the games where we're just settling for contested shots and jacking up contested threes. Um, Against LA and Detroit, it felt like we struggled to get out of second gear for me. Um, We just never seemed to get that momentum going. Um, Lakers Hate to say it, but I think experience told. Uh, they he looked at LeBron. He used every ounce of experience, as did Pat Beverly, as did uh Schroeder. They used all their experience to get. We saw Paolo in foul trouble. We, he was taken out as a factor in the game. They used everything that they know through years and years of playing in this league um, to to get their opportunities um, fair play to them you can't fault them really it felt in t- at points where they were giving lessons to many of our young guys um, then you have to throw in unfortunately a bit of a dip in form by Paolo he's not been as dominant as we've seen him um, I know you can take out the Lakers game to say the foul trouble but mate what's happened to T Ross he's just doing nothing he's providing us with nothing and um, and Washington was what it was, eight players available. But we did say on the last pod that with getting players back, it would affect the um, rotations. We would see changes in the rotation, and that could then see problems in us getting settled. And I do think that's happened. Um, I hope that we get some form of reaction against OKC um, as we start to see the suspensions being less. Um, but this the results this week for me... Uh, Because I think all four games were winnable. Suspensions excluded.
0: Absolutely. completely agree with you there. Um, But, I mean, that Laker game, them playing on Christmas Day themselves, they looked up for it already, whereas Mm -hmm. our younger guys looked like they were in awe of being on the same court as LeBron James. I mean, Mm -hmm. Paolo um, said he was his favourite player growing up, etc. But hopefully now, uh, when we play him again in March... I've got it marked on the calendar already. Um, we'll be ready, and um, we'll we'll take the W that night. Um Gary, Mikey, anything to add to what Paul's? Um,
3: um, all I would say is about Paulo. I think it's just the first time this season where he's looked like a rookie in the last few yeah. games, and that's okay. That's that's totally fine. Absolutely, he's allowed to do that, and it's going to happen. And I think it shows when his form's kind of you could say dipped. He's played like a rookie but he's still been very effective and someone who teams are having to prepare for for how good a campaign that he's actually been having. You know, the Lakers clearly came in with a game plan of how to try and deal with Banquero. And, you know, like, I think that says it all when they've come in and they've had to actually factor in how are we going to nullify this kid who could get 20 to 30 on us quite easily. So he's entitled to look like a rookie. Maybe he's hit a small wall. I'm sure he'll push through it. And he'll just have to be coached properly, Um, and it's the it's the job of the coaches to do that. And the only other thing I would say is maybe it's a case of with all the people coming back, it's nullified the presence of a couple of our real energy guys. Mm. You know, we've we've seen them on the bench in street clothes and such, and maybe it's just a thing where they bring more to the team than what you see on the stat sheet, which is something we've kind of alluded to before. So maybe that's a factor as well. Don't know, but I thought we got to be honest, thoroughly done by uh, the Lakers. And I thought the Pistons handled us when we really shouldn't have. Yeah,
0: Um, we'll we'll move on to that one. So obviously the game with the skirmish. So just for context, I'll just, you know, um, (laughs) read out what I've written about this for anybody who's been living under a rock and hasn't seen it yet. So obviously we played Detroit uh, in Detroit on Wednesday night. Um and there was an incident where Caleb Houston tried to, to throw a pass to Mo Wagner. Mo Wagner had gone into the into our backcourt, so he was going to be called an over and back. Killian Hayes was trying to run to it. Uh Mo Wagner hip checked him um into the Detroit bench. Uh, Hayes got up and literally punched him. Diallo also was involved. He pushed um Wagner as well. Wagner, in fairness to him, he he just stood there and took it. Uh, it looked like he possibly got knocked out a little bit. I don't know uh, nobody's really commented on you know any sort of concussion or anything. Um, and then basically the magic players rushed you know to basically try and get him out because uh, of concern for, for, for their teammate. Um, the result is that Mo Wagner was uh, thrown out of the game, suspended two games, um, from the Pistons, Killian Hayes received a three-game suspension as well as being booted. Uh, Diallo with the one game as well as being booted that game, and then every Magic player who left the bench area has been given one-game suspension. Now, I'll just list off who did leave the bench. That was Cole Anthony, R.J. Hampton, Gary Harris, Kevon Harris, Admiral Schofield, Franz Wagner, Mo Bamba, and Wendell Carter Jr. The only one I think that stayed there was Terence Ross. Um, so, Gary, it comes to you first. What are your thoughts on the incident itself, mate?
3: Yeah, I know we've had a bit of a chat about this G earlier in the uh, week, really briefly. Yeah. Um, I think the first thing is, is obviously, what you got was more being more. And I think we're always going to have that with more Wagner. And he's, gonna, he's there. That's his role to rile people up, to get under people's skin, and he did a, a more Wagner move. And I would say just on the surface, and this will sound bad, but it will come more favourable in a second. I think if you do play a silly games, sometimes you get silly prizes. And I think more Wagner himself would know the way he plays the game. There's going to be times where people go for him, where people might, might swing at him, shove him, etc. And I think he'd probably accept that. And I can understand why Killian Hayes was upset in a game where you've got young guys running around um, testosterone, going, shoving, jostling, that type of thing, I'll be honest, I wouldn't have taken kindly to it to start with. So if I'm looking at it from a new review, I get to an extent why things happened as they did. However, I would also add that what you're dealing with here is guys who are professional athletes, killing his who is six foot five, and you can't go around um, throwing a punch at the back of someone's head. I would have had a lot more respect for Killian Hayes and I'm not endorsing fighting on an NBA court if he'd done it from the front rather than the back. And I don't want to see fighting at all on a court, but I understand it might happen. And I think the fallout of that, I know we'll come onto it more, but um, there's got to be some questions asked about how the the rules of maybe has been applied here. Um, having been in a system where you deal with a lot of testosterone and young people and lots of people, um there's got to be a consistency from the league but there's also got to be common sense so i think there's there's a lot of fallout there's a lot of talking points i do think more instigated it, but to summarize i don't think what did in the end was was good and it shouldn't be celebrated mm. mikey
2: well we've all obviously Mm-mm. dissected it we've all watched it back plenty of times and and got our got our thoughts on what what we saw unfold Um, we're all Magic fans. I don't think any of us are going to defend what Mo Mo Wagner did. He clearly instigated the the situation and it got on out of hand. Now, I do feel there is a little bit of frustration. The Magic were playing with frustration. We were down 19 right at the end of the first half. You you started the game off well. You then got destroyed in the second quarter. And they, they were just out of rhythm. They weren't playing well. Um, and obviously he had the turnover. I think Mo's just tried stepping across him, but he's obviously left a little bit too much in on him, and and then obviously tempers have flared. Um, Killian Hayes obviously hasn't reacted well. Now, I don't actually think, now if you watch the video back, Mo sort of flopped. Now, I think if this was in front of the Magic bench, one, Killian Hayes wouldn't throw the punch, and two, I don't think Mo Wagner would have just stood there not doing anything, if that makes sense. I I feel like... He almost played dead, so he didn't make the situation worse a little bit. But um in terms of the rules, we'll get into that in a minute and, and the, the suspensions and, and the letter of the law and all that sort of stuff. But um yeah, it, it was a it is what it is really. Uh, like I said, if this was on the other end of the floor, that's that's if this happened in the middle of the floor, I don't think everybody would have left the bench. I think from the the magic's bench players' point of view that the, the players that are on the floor are getting outnumbered because it's happening right in front of the Pistons bench and obviously I feel like all the coaches have left the bench and I think most teams have one player on the uh, one coach on the bench who's designated to try and hold players back to stop that happening but obviously everyone's left the bench and chaos has broken out but fortunately I actually more than anything I feel like Everybody did a good job of not making it a worse situation because we've seen things like this happen in Detroit before that have been a lot, lot uglier than that happened. Um, and then when you get everybody involved, um, things can get out of hand. And we obviously we saw faults get his temper was up, Mosley's temper was up, and I think they were both just trying to get to Mo Wagner to pull him out of that situation because he was just surrounded by Pistons coaches and players. So yeah, I, I actually. It was actually quite nice to see a fight. That's just me. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, but obviously, it's not worked in our favour. But there we go.
0: Yeah. No. no Paul watched the game a day after us because you had some friends yeah. over that night. So I, I think I watched it first and I was like on the WhatsApp group and said, watched. And we were waiting for somebody else to say they watched it so I could talk to somebody about it. And uh, it, it took a while that day, but Paul watched it yesterday. And as you were watching the first quarter, I think you probably had an inkling something happened. Um no, you said this, this, this is mate. This no, is seriously, yeah? seriously,
1: that's all. That was my experience of policing. That's where that came from. I okay. had, I'd have I'd, avoid, I'd avoided any social media and text messages. For the past two days, deliberately, because I've you know I get I've said before I get up at times and it's like woohoo, we've won, oh, thanks for that. Um, so no, I've, I've deliberately now if I haven't watched a game I don't gone I'm avoiding everything completely. So now I've got no idea. But for, first off, mate, I am going to say I do think the refs have a responsibility and ultimately what transpired. I do think they have it, Um, because inside the five minutes, you could see how physical the game was. It was a really physical game, and you've got players already jawing at one another. I'll allude it back to when I used to work in town centres on a Friday night, Saturday night. If you you could feel an atmosphere, and the best thing you could do was make an earlier rest on a Friday night, Saturday night, when... You'd got that sort of atmosphere. You could feel if it was going. So you made you 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 didn't just go. You're not saying wind somebody up, but you you found that person that was being Larry, and you made an example of them. You took them in. You asked them whilst people were sober, because that way everybody saw that you were out and about in uniform and prepared to take action, and it calmed things down. The referees should have picked up on how the game was going and started calling it more tightly. They did that once the melee had happened and you saw in the second half they were calling everything tight. They should have done that early in the game and you wouldn't have been having this situation that we're now talking about. So I do think they have a responsibility. That being said, this was entirely on Mo. You can't do what he did um, and he deserves his suspension as a result. Um, <sighs> equally, if he hadn't done what he did, we'd have been perhaps talking about a different result against Washington because eight, we would have had more than eight players of A-Law to play. So, for me, he has to play smarter. He has to play smarter um, because his one action has potentially cost us two games potentially. Um, I will say I also get why Diallo reacted first and I also understand why Killian Hayes reacted. Diallo was closest. He ha- he reacted instantly in pushing Mo. Hayes yeah, clearly angry um, but his behaviour I think I described it in the group as being a snide football who were going to attack punch from behind. Nah, no respect for your cowardly act. Um, and he deserved a ban of more than three games. It's ridiculous that he only got that. I do agree with you, Mike. I think that uh, Mo just went down and stayed down out of the way. I, I don't think it was it. enough
2: of a hit to have made him nope. go down the way he did. No,
1: nope. that's what I, and, he, and I think you also, um, I think it was you, G, who said about the concussion protoc- protocol. If you've been knocked out, I don't. We wouldn't have been seeing him last night. No, sorry, mm. not last night. But he wouldn't have been, I don't think you'd have had his suspension available had he been unavailable through concussion I think that would then moved on mm. Um,
2: your, The other thing Paul your text to us that morning or that afternoon when you were watching the game I think that's yeah. what G was getting at was you basically said that that the referees need to get hold of this game you t- yeah. you text us that and we'd already we'd already watched it happen we're thinking yeah because there was a hard foul on Mo in the first quarter I can't think who it was was it Diallo in that one? And then, like you said, players are drawn at each other. Um, but yeah, your text—you could see it coming.
1: You could see it. Yeah, you're right. You could see it coming. But yeah, um, I, I, I won't I think what you're going to come on to about punishments and the like is yes. reflects to where I was going to kind of go with next. But now, I, I, it, most Mo caused it, but the referees also have a responsibility for me.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. Um, So yeah, guys just mentioned, suspensions came into effect last night. Now the Magic had eight players suspended um, and they had to essentially have five of them miss last night's game and then the remaining three are going to miss the game against Oklahoma City next week. Um, So... We saw Kevon Harris, Admiral Schofield and Franz Wagner play yesterday whilst the others sat out. Uh, they will not be available on um, Wednesday, I think it is, against the, the Thunder. Um, but, but for me, I mean, the, the Magic bench, they got up. They got up to get him out. They didn't get up to escalate the issue. So I really think that the NBA needs to look at this properly. Um, I mean, they have but they should have taken a better view on it, especially, I mean, if you watch it back again, you watch Wendell Carter Jr. and Franz Wagner, and they just literally walking. They, they're not running to the spot. They're walking. They don't even get to the Detroit bench. So the fact that they've walked three quarters of the court has basically meant they've got a, a one-game suspension. So I just want to see what you think. Of, I mean, you've touched upon it there. The punishments handed out. You know, Diallo getting a game... Um, uh, Hayes getting three games and the Magic Bench getting one. So are they fair,
2: Mikey? Yes. And all of them. You're, yeah. Uh, well, no, the only one I I think's unfair is Killian Hayes because he deserves more of a punishment than he got. Paul's point about the referees in the game, about they they should have they should have controlled that situation earlier than when it actually kicked off. I feel like I feel like the letter of the law, that the, the NBA rules about players not leaving the bench, I don't think you can change that. Because if, if you start allowing that to happen again, situations like this could happen more frequently in other games. Not just, do, do you know what I mean? So if you if you slacken, if you look back on that video and go, all right, Franz has walked up the floor. Bol Bol's walked away from the situations. He's not got involved. Um, I know he's obviously playing on the floor, but... Players aren't making the situation worse than it was, is what I'm getting at. Terence Ross didn't leave, didn't leave the bench. He was the only person that didn't out of all of them. Um, I feel like if you said, watch the video back and go, well, this player didn't get involved and this player didn't get involved, then that's then telling the players that if something like this happens again in another game... If you don't get involved to make the situation worse, you can still leave the bench. Does that make sense? And and mm. by limiting the amount of players that get involved, you got a better chance of breaking up before it really kicks off. So I don't think you can change the rule on that. I do think it was a little bit unfair, and obviously we're on the wrong side of it now because we've had eight players or going to have eight players suspended in in two games. But from the other side of it, you got to think from the Pistons' point of view, as the Magic players actually started it. Yet they've had two players kicked out the game. Now I don't actually think Diallo really did a lot. I think he just come in, he's bumped him. I think the punch has actually made the situation worse, and Diallo really doing a lot. I think he's just making a point, sticking up for his own player. Which, any but, but good that's escalated would do. it. This is it the is. issue. They they escalated but, it. Not, but us. it's but it's a but it's a bump. I, I don't think it was as much... I, I I don't think it was all that, personally. Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, in terms of... Like, Wagner, fine. You, you can't really argue. He, he had to get suspended. You could argue, possibly, he could have deserved another game. He He's he's created this situation. But Hayes throwing a punch, whether he caught him properly with his forearm or his fist, it, it doesn't matter. He's thrown a punch. Um that that deserves more than a three-game suspension for me. Um, the others, you can't really argue with. I don't think so, anyway.
0: Okay. Paul?
1: I agree with Mikey. I don't think you can argue with any of the suspensions except Gillian Hayes. Um, I think it's... I can see the, the idea that it's ridiculous that we get players suspended for effectively rubbernecking. Because that's all they're doing. They've gone down to have a look. France has gone to have a look. He's done nothing. But if that's all you're going to do, why get off the bench? If that's what you're going to do, just wander down to have a look. Well, that's you've, you've clearly got control of your emotions because you're not rushing to react, to get involved, and pull people away, or you know, have a have a have a few words. Then why leave in the first place? So I can understand, and I, I do agree. You can't have the situation where it's okay for players to come wandering down um, and leave the bench. I think that the rule is badly written when you actually look at the situation that developed. develops. The rule was clearly written for issues on the court. So, you don't want both benches rushing in onto the court to get involved in something that's happened during play or off the ball or whatever. However, where this situation has happened on another team's bench, it can't be fair that every single member of their staff and every single member of their playing team can get involved at the risk of no suspension unless they happen to throw a punch or grab somebody around the neck or do something further. That's where it's badly written. So I do think that the NBA have to revisit the rules result because you can't have it's not. You, can't, you can understand where the Magic players have gone down because Mo is completely outnumbered. You can understand why they've gone to protect and help their teammate. But if all you're allowed is the couple of players who are on the court to go across, he's still heavily outnumbered and he can escalate further. Um, so I can understand where our players have got banned. I do think it's it's by the letter of law, and I think that that rule is actually a good rule. Um, but I think it's ultimately needing rewriting to cover an issue on some team's bench, and that your players don't get involved either on the bench. You can't have it.
3: Mm. Gary? Yeah, I think obviously Paul and Mikey's covered it way better than I ever could. Um, very eloquent fellas. Um, I, I, I would just, I'd do it really if I was taking one positive out of a very negative situation, it's the fact that the team actually did go down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a group. So I'd be more worried if there'd been a load of players sat on the other end going, oh, what's going on down there? As potentially one of your players is getting filled in, that would suggest to me that you've got either a fragmented squad, which I don't think is the case, or you've got maybe characters in there who aren't going to be in. Um, how can I put it, the bear pit with you going forward as a, as a building block? You, okay, want to know, you want to know the types of characters you've had. I've said it before, if you haven't got a certain number of people with a certain type of heart and a certain type of temperament on your bus, you might as well turn it around before you even leave to go to the game or you aren't going to win. So um, we've, we've got a history of having nice guys on the Magic overall, and I still do think we have. And when you look at people like Markel Fultz getting a little bit angry, <laughs> it's not really in his temperament but I'm pleased that it actually is. Um, I do think that the Killian Hayes should have got a longer suspension. And I'll just go back to that point of, it's a six foot five athlete swinging a punch from behind to the back of somebody's head. So review of the rules perhaps, but in terms of our guys getting suspended, ultimately more Wagner did start it. So yeah, there's got to be something comes from it, so yeah, that's my two cents, my penny. Nice. Um,
0: (laughs) Right, so I, I thought I'd look into this a little bit, right, about times that people haven't been suspended when they've left the bench. Okay? So in 2018, the NBA finals, Cleveland Cavalier player Kevin Love was not suspended for game two of the 2018 finals after the forward went onto the court for an incident, okay? So that's one. Is that because it's the finals? Perhaps. Is it because it's Kevin Love? I don't know. Second example, the Suns played the LA Lakers in 2021 playoffs. LeBron James was not suspended, having broken protocols um, and attended a tequila promotional event on COVID rules now, Okay. So, again, the NBA is bending the rules again, okay? But, of course, Joe Dumars, ex-piston player, throws the book at the magic. Another one, LeBron James was not suspended um, whilst the Lakers were playing the Chicago Bulls at Staples Centre last November. Um, after there was an incident where Anthony Davis got his second technical and LeBron entered the, entered the court in his street clothes which would have been a technical foul. It was not called. And then he was not banned for the next game. So is the NBA favouring certain players and certain teams and throwing <laughs> a buck at the Magic? No. no. Well, what, what, no. So, so why is LeBron no. allowed to You can't, G, all you these... can't compare. You that can't, situation it's not the same
1: situation. Not the you same can't. situation. You, you just well, what, can't. So, no. so what about the Kevin Love one? It's not the same situation, mate. It's one player not an entire
0: bench, but yeah. rules are rules. You got, you can't bend the rules. Wait, for I, d- what?
2: I don't, I don't think it is what, bending. All right, the rules. here's here's yeah, another I, question. What, what was the rule at the time?
0: I about I don't know. know if this changed or
2: you know. There you go. I, but <laughs> you can't go back and change past history because the rules I know. are changed now. No, but I know what you're saying. But look, no, it, look, the, the rules are the rules. That I, I I do think. They've made the right decisions by the, the law, and, and that's it. I, I think, like I said, the only debatable thing out of this situation is Killian Hayes. How long his suspension with?
0: Uh, I I disagree on the whole Wendell and uh, Franz Wagner thing because they literally walked. I know you guys have said you left the but bench, left the bench. The rule is no, no, no. You no leave but you did, you didn't escalate the problem. That's the but issue. That's not no, the rule. None of their the magic- presence.
1: Their presence is another body at at a situation. Did you, but they didn't now, even get it doesn't it... no it, it, they, they were they were close enough mate. I'm sorry. I think they were stupid. If they've got their emotions that much under control mm-hmm. that they can just walk down slowly to have a look then it's foolish.
2: Look this happens however
1: a... they sorry. are in they are in that area. They've left the bench they are in that area and if something had have gone further they were in a position to react. So now it's understandable for me, mate. I'm yeah. sorry, I don't. I think it's, I think it's poor, and I can understand why we're all just really. But the fact it, it they 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 were present in the area. I've not. They did nothing, but they were present in the area. They don't have to escalate it; just have to be present. And they've left the bench. And look,
0: this this so LeBron and the thing. He should have been suspended then because they left the bench. But That's what there, I'm saying. That's a what I'm agenda?
2: saying. Are no, it just it
0: just seems that he gets away yeah. with absolutely everything. But why why should he be allowed to not be suspended if he's he's you know gone against the rules? We
1: were all we were all annoyed at the time when and and there was a general feeling in the, in the in the NBA fandom that when LeBron broke the COVID rules, he should have been suspended, but wasn't because of who he is. And me, and that was sim. And the feeling was that it was simply because it was during the finals, and you want to see the best players involved in the finals. Was it right? Probably not. Is it the same situation as this one?
2: No. Look,
1: so at, at the, end, it, at
2: the, at it, the it, end of the day, like I said, if this happens on any other spot on the floor, this doesn't happen. It doesn't escalate like this. If if if. If this happens on the other side of the floor and Wagner bumps Killian Hayes into the crowd, the players on the floor are going to be the first ones on the scene, aren't they? Pulling players apart. Yeah, you might get a few punches thrown. But, again, it's happened because of where it's happened. It's right in front of the Detroit bench. If it happens in front of the Magic bench, it doesn't happen. If it happens in the middle of the floor... like. Just think of another, and I'm not comparing the situation, but you think back to last season when there was that, that situation with Nikola Jokic and, was it Markeith Morris? We bumped him in the, Markeith Morris hit him in the ribs, cheap shot, he turned his back and Jokic bumped him, or no, he didn't bump him, he knocked his head off. But <laughs> But <laughs> if that happens in front of, say, the Miami Heat bench at the time, that situation could get a lot uglier because you might see the Denver Nuggets players come to Jokic's defense, and do you know what I mean? Mm. So that 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 has a part to play in this as well. Mm. Um, but look, these rules are there for a reason. We all remember, well, certainly I do, and you probably do, G Gary, the mm. the malice in the palace back in two thousand and four with the Pistons and the Pacers, and how ugly that got really quickly. Um, obviously fans got involved and that's what made it worse. But before the fans got involved, every player was on the floor, coaches would get involved and it got out of hand really quickly. And obviously it really kicked off when, he, when Ron Artes got a beer thrown at him. But at the end of the day, if you limit the amount of players that can get involved, then it doesn't escalate to the point where it gets to. Um, yeah, and that's it. I don't think you can change the rule. Um, like I said, I think it's unfortunate that it happened in front of the Pistons bench and and that's that. But uh, Gar- Gary's point about he actually likes the fact that players went there and stuck up for the teammates. I completely agree because I love Admiral Schofield going in there, grabbing Caleb Houston and pulling him out, shoving him out of the way. And I think Kevon Harris did it as well. Like they're two players that will stick up for you. So, yeah, it's good that they, st- they stuck together. They've all got each other's backs 100%. But the rules are the rules, and that's it for me.
1: If you're question point. about, but mate, if you have got a question well, about LeBron, I'd be more interested to know why you thought why he didn't go technical for the issue with our bench the other night, where the referees
2: had to move him away. Oh, don't start him off on that.
0: Well, again, well, I, I wasn't going <laughs> to. go of worms. on, peck away. I'm not, open, I'm not opening that can of worms there because he just gets away with everything, and you know, the sooner for me. <laughs> I, I really don't like the guy. And, you know, the as sooner as he retires, the better for me. So um, I get he's seen as a good guy and everything. But, yeah, he's, I don't know. He's caused me pain and misery for too long. Did you get a LeBron um, James
2: for Jersey? A uh, jersey for Christmas, G? <laughs> absolutely not. No. Not? I that's why I'm no. a bit riled up about LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see him yesterday? he was, uh, secret Santa him, went wrong
0: mean i'm the goat after and flexing after making a play against the atlanta hawks oh, sorry mate mj's the goat um anyway um and, and last thing on that point um mikey mentioned about the detroit pistons and it was quite funny to hear the pa announcer uh, having to remind the fans to stay in their seats um when when this was unfolded so i had a bit of a chuckle about that right let's move on um so we got a bit of a mailbag this week, but before I get into that, and because we've been talking about Mo Wagner, everybody loves a villain, and we all love Mo Wagner, now, don't we? Let's be honest. Um, but there, are there any other older Magic players that, in years gone by that you remember fondly for their ability to, you know, ruffle some feathers?
3: Andrew, Jerry? Andrew de Klerk, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yes. Good the one. clerks a good one. The clerks good one. Anyone
1: else? Hey, I've not been around long enough, really, have I? No, but no. Wait, my, my the one I, I'm. It's not necessarily getting under somebody's skin, but I always enjoyed. You know, I was a fan of DJ. I always enjoyed DJ Augustine being able to just put Trey Young off his game and get Trey Young angry, and he ended up with technicals. And it's just his game absolutely failed every time he played against DJ, And I, I enjoyed that.
0: Yeah. Uh, two I, I had in mind. One was Scott Skiles, obviously from the early 90s, you know, played with the chip on his shoulder. Uh, and the other one, Matt Barnes. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, there's that, that uh, gif from um, him sort of faking the ball into Kobe's face and then Kobe not even um, flinching. So... Uh, Is is
2: is there any that you can think of that didn't play for the Magic against the Magic?
0: Didn't play against.
2: (laughs) Yeah, is my point. And G won't like him, will he? No, that's right. (laughs) Well, Patrick Beverly's pretty good. Beverly, (laughs) yeah. Zaza Pachulia for the Hawks was a bit of a pest.
0: X Magic. X Magic. Pachulia. Still don't like. Yeah. Still don't like. (laughs) because
2: he had a dust dust that was Jason Richardson in the playoffs if I remember rightly didn't he against the Hawks
0: that's going back a bit now isn't it I know that's going back a bit Um, right so mailbag time and on this topic uh, we've got one from Angus Craig Um, are the Pistons on the same hate level now as the LA Lakers and the Boston Celtics no anyone
1: we started it (laughs) no we started it it's their fault Killian Hayes might be there as one of them players that you're no longer gonna uh, have any respect for in any shape or form. Um, but no. no,
2: no, The other the other thing as well, what have we done to Alec Burks? Why is it every single time we play him he kills us? He should be on the hate list, but not the Pistons. Yeah,
0: no, I agree. Yeah, the Pistons are and all that they? So there we go. So the next one has come from um Forgive me if I pronounce this wrong. It's Q H A R Car, who is from Poland, um, who's got in touch with us via Twitter. Um, so, with potentially two new rookies joining the squad next year with the draft picks that we have, which players don't you think will be on the roster next year? That's a tough one. Terrence it's a good Ross. one. Yeah, it's
1: yeah, it a good oh, question. Dear. Oh, dear. I think yeah, R J and T Ross, I think are two. Um, I could still see in some uh, a Mo Bamba move. I could still see that happening. Yeah. Um, and I think that you've got potential again. Of it gets mentioned every time that somebody like Gary Harris, um, and do we perhaps see either Jalen or? Coal moved as part of deals. Um, I suppose it all depends on where we end up picking and what position we consider that the best options are available for.
0: It's a really difficult question. It's a really good question. Yeah, I agree with you there, mate, um, on of those players. Uh, and obviously, it depends where the, um, you know, how the lottery uh, pans out and where we pick. You know, we might only take one player. We might trade one away. Uh, It's difficult to know, isn't it? Um, Right, so an all-star kind of question now. Which non-Magic players deserve an all-star spot beyond the the obvious that we get every uh, year? And secondly, how do you guys pick when you vote? Do you go for X players? Do you pick a particular team? Uh, Or is it on form? You go to... Mikey
2: first. Right. This is a deep question, really. It's quite a long question. Um, which players deserve a spot? So we name in our five from the East and West. Should we do that first? Oh, cool. that wow.
0: do oh, gosh. Now you're putting us on the
2: spot. Jeez! That, wa- that wasn't on the agenda. <laughs> all right. Wow, well, all right. right. I'll, I'll go, <laughs> go favourite player. Jamarant Morant deserves a spot. Luka Doncic deserves a spot. Yanis. Jason Tatum, Curry, KD. I won't mention LeBron because uh, clearly somebody's already upset about him today. Uh, <laughs> so you've you've
0: just unveiled who put that um, that tweet out then from our account. Oh yeah, that was, who, yeah who, who's All
2: Star uh, selected was, is this? I was interested to see if anyone could figure it out. Well,
0: somebody guessed Paul. And I was thinking, no, it's not Paul.
2: <laughs> he would <laughs> go
0: for LeBron. No.
2: Well, you saw my answer. I'm not yeah. picking anybody wearing the purple and gold. And I I know. I, know I don't G's care not how good they're playing. Yeah. I know, G, I know. G's not going to agree, but LeBron is playing out of his skin at the moment. For I thought a Lakers, played brilliantly against us. Exactly, and and the Lakers are down Anthony Davis, so he's he's got an extra weight on his shoulders to carry. Yeah, they haven't got the best record in in the West at the moment, but. He's keeping them afloat. The guy's, what, 37, 38? You see the points that he put up last night on his birthday. I mean, the guy's, the guy is a freak, uh, and he's still playing really well. Um, so for me, he's always going to get an all-star spot because it's LeBron James, and, and he's one of the more popular players amongst most fans that doesn't include Geraint. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I tend to go for favourite players with a little bit of, current form sprinkled in there as well.
1: Yeah. Mate, I'm East East Side, it's there's all. I'm always going to pick somebody from the magic if I can. Uh this year there's obviously Paolo and Franz. Um I've dropped in a few Wendells and I've dropped in a few uh bowl Ball balls as well. Um however if you're talking genuinely who deserve some of the moves genuinely deserve it's hard to look beyond Embiid. Um, he's been playing brilliantly. Yanis uh, yeah, Luca is in there. Um, you know, for a well, while I'm putting Steph in every single time. Uh, I think that, um, yeah, it's, I find it harder when it comes to the West. I will sometimes look and see is there ex Magic players who I can vote for, but I'm not voting for anybody who is um, either wearing. Purple and gold, or a certain green kit, not a chance. Don't there's care one, how well you're playing.
2: There's one I've forgot to list, one that definitely deserves to start. Is Zion,
0: yeah? He's having a good season, he's
3: having a good season, Gary. Right? Mine's again great points. I feel as though I'm coming in at the end and I'm like, oh god, these two guys are just like wiping the with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there it is, just that. The player who I think deserves to be on the all-star team more than anyone this year, and this is maybe controversial, but it's Tyrese Halliburton. I think like okay, Indiana's leveled out a bit, but if you look at what Halliburton's doing, he is performing at a, like elite level starter for me. So I would I would put Yannis in because I love him. Um, I would put Halliburton in. I would. I think Jason Tatum's got a real shout for MVP if he keeps up playing the way he is. Uh, I am very much a traditional centre guy, so Joel Embiid would go in. Just because I'm biased, I would try to find a way to get Paolo in, but I know you can't do it, but that's who I would want there, but I can't. Um, And then I'm going to put Steph in, I'm going to put Luger in, I'm going to put Zion in, I'm going to put LeBron in. Sorry, G, but I do think he's a top five player in the West still. And I would put Jokic in because I just think that yeah. does not get the respect he deserves as a player. He, he's unreal. <laughs> he's absolutely unreal. Um, so that's, that'll be my guys. Um, I know I can't put Paulo in, so I don't know who the other player would be because I've been voting for him all, <laughs> all the time. But that's <laughs> where I would stand with Tyrese Halliburton has to go into the game for me if he keeps going as he is.
0: Yeah, no, all good shouts there. I mean, the only ones I'd add to that Larry Markkinen has been uh, playing out of his skin for the Utah Jazz Mm. Um, Shea Gilgis Alexander has been having a good season for OKC Mikey's mentioned Zion Um, but when it comes to me I don't vote those players I vote five Magic players every time (laughs) And I've also got a little deal going on with OKC, whereas I vote OKC, the other five for the West, and they vote the Magic ones. So basically, I'm doubling the votes for us. So every time I do it, <laughs> and OKC does it, I get two votes. So that's the way I do it. But in seasons gone by, I have looked at you know previous players, you know like Aaron Gordon, Nick Vucevic, um, you know somebody. If, if there's not a, a Magic player available, I'll, I'll pick an X player shall we say, Um, but no, so everyone remember to vote though, see if we can get Paolo or Franz or Markel or Colin. Yeah, that'd be good, but we're not holding much hope, let's be perfectly honest.
2: So basically, when uh, you get people like Charles Barkley go on rants that fans shouldn't vote for All-Star, me and G (laughs) voting for five Magic players every vote is the reason why, but there we go.
0: Basically, isn't it? Basically.
2: Right. So just have a, a quick look at the week ahead. So we'll be
0: recording our next episode on Friday, the sixth of January. Between those, uh between that time and now, the Magic play the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Memphis Grizzlies at home, uh, which will conclude our homestand before we go out on a long West Coast road trip. Uh Oklahoma are fifteen and twenty for the season, five and twelve on the road. Uh, Magic are 9 and 11 at home currently. Uh, the Grizzlies are 21 and 13 uh, in the West, good for third, uh, and 8 and 10 on the road. Now, I think they've had a couple of losses in the last couple of weeks. Um, and I know there was a mention in the NBA UK fans chat that people are starting to get a little bit annoyed about the Grizzlies and how cocky they've become. Would you uh, agree with that, gentlemen? Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, look, I, I, I think that there's uh, a couple of players on there who are absolutely brilliant, but they just need to wind their attitude in a little bit. Yeah, hundred percent.
0: Definitely. It, was it the Christmas Day game? They were all dancing and all that before they came on the court, and they. they I think you know,
1: the that's Golden not the States. thing I have a problem with. I don't have a problem with them coming on with a swagger because Phoenix and, and a were doing togetherness. This last year.
2: As well, yeah, I don't they?
1: have a problem with that. It's it's more the
2: uh, petulance and
1: Yeah, I'd like to, I'd just like to see a little bit less arrogance on um, when you score. Um, and some of the some of the flexings and bits and bobs like that. Yeah. Yeah,
0: just Until run back on defence. Yeah. No. Definitely. Until you've won something. Yeah. so how are we feeling for these two games then? Oklahoma and Memphis, obviously, shorthanded against the Thunder, uh, and then we should have everybody back, fingers crossed, for the Grizzlies. And we've got four days off, so what are you expecting? gonna go Gary first.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go unfortunately, on two. Um, I don't want to say that, but. That's the way that's the way I'm leaning towards it. Um I just think we're not going to beat the Grizzlies. Um I'd like to be proven wrong because I'm a team uh, I'm a guy who's been here for a while on the Grizzlies with what Paul's just been saying there. I was I didn't want them to win in the playoffs last season either. And I like the players they've got. I just can't be doing with the the attitude. But I think we might go on two, and then we've got a few things to figure out going forward. But there Sorry. <laughs> well, if
1: it wasn't for suspensions, I could see us potentially taking the OKC game because of their road record. But SGA is just a talent. The boys are on fire. Um, now, one on one. We beat OKC.
0: Michael? Um, I don't know. You got to be different now. You got to go two and 0, mate. I can't.
2: I can't see that. Wait, I mean, what does like, that
0: leave you, G? That both games are
2: abandoned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 um, I would like to say two and 0, but I can't see us beating the Grizzlies. I mean, the Grizzlies are six and four in the last ten, but the four teams that they have lost to is the Thunder, the Nuggets, the Warriors, and the Suns. So. It's three, three really good teams and, and OKC are obviously having a better year um, but I'm going to go
0: 0-2 Alright, I'll, I'll join Paul with one and one
2: uh, I think we've got enough to beat Oklahoma City
0: um, you think about the suspensions obviously Mo you Wagner know, France is going to be a big loss uh, but we have seen Admiral and Kivon uh, in street clothes for a lot of the time because obviously they're a two-way situation so uh, we should have you know enough firepower to I've get what I
2: think we'll have 10 available for the Thunder game, and that's without Suggs, Tumor, or JI being available. So
0: yeah, and you never know. We're really. still 10 then. Still 10. <laughs> <laughs> so then uh thank you as always for listening and watching. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel at Orlando Magic UK and leave us your comments. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter all at Orlando Magic UK. Uh, So from Gary, Paul, Mikey and myself, we wish you have a happy new year. uh, And until next time, go magic.